listening to Radio Tab's Mobile Rolling. Presented by Garrard's Horse and Hound. Making shopping easier with their online store. The same extensive catalogue, the same keen prices online or over the phone. 1-800-060-896 or visit horseandhound.com.au. Majestic Man on the outside. He lets down with a good turn of foot. Mary Law and Majestic Man in a soul stirring struggle, but Mary Law kicks. Mary Law fights back. Mary Law too good wins the grand final over Majestic Man. Just believe Justin. Maori Law, that was the Inner Dominion final at Menangle in 2021. The Square Gator final, of course, Greg Sugar's in the Sulky that particular evening. Subsequently, he ran solidly in really good races last year, this horse, and he hasn't raced since the 10th of September. Uh, when he was very brave in a Group 1, the Australasian Trotters Championship at Melton. Now, he's 10 years of age, this horse, with his incredible record, which I'm about to point out to you. Uh, Maori Law. So he's had 64 career starts, 21 wins, 12 seconds and 10 thirds. He's by Lawman and he's trained by Emmett and Richard Brosnan. And Emmett is joining us now to tell us the story because he was retired, but now he's been nominated for the Inter-Dominion Trotters final at Albion Park the middle of December. Emmett is joining us now. How are you, Emmett? Oh, good, thanks, Steve. Uh, good. Yeah, tell us why well, you retired this horse, Maori Law, after that very brave effort that was at Melton last September. Yeah, he basically he had a, a foot injury um, that sort of he got over and was racing really well, and um, it seemed like that hurdle had sort of come and passed, and then. He sort of just started to feel it a little bit um, in those last few races. And uh, when we sort of got it checked out, um, you know, before it got any, you know, progressed any worse, um, we it was going to be a situation where you just have to have an extended period of time off. So at that time, we sort of spoke with Fred, the owner, and sort of decided that um, given his previous 12 months, that would his age and so forth that would um, just come to pasture and um, and let him uh, retire at that point. What was the condition? Can you elaborate on the hoof injury itself with this horse, Mary Law? Yeah, so essentially, like uh, a few years back, he did have a, um, a, a slight uh, hairline fracture just to one side of the, the coffin bone, so the, the, the bone in, in the hoof. Um, and uh, he got over that, and then um, essentially it just started to it just started to feel a little bit um, those last few runs. And he, he wasn't, you know, catastrophically lame or anything like that. But we just felt there, there wasn't really any need to sort of try to, you know, push him at that point. But that's essentially what happened. Um, and uh, yeah, he's been he went out in the paddock and. Um, yeah, essentially this year I actually shifted into a paddock in, in the middle of uh, my track, uh, you know, a big sort of 15-acre paddock, and he was he was just cutting laps around it, and I thought, well, we can put that energy to better use. And he's, he's been really well since. <laughs> How much weight did he put on when he when he retired this horse, when he was in the paddock there, Barry Law? He's always 
been a really good dollar carried carried uh, good weight, um, which is how he probably races his best as well. Um, but yeah, he could put on a few pounds. Um, but he's come back to it so so well. He's just really enjoyed the work, I think. So um, he started to lose a little bit of belly fat and gain a little bit of muscle. So he's all ticking all the boxes so far. What did your dad say when you said we should bring this old bloke back into training again, nominating for Queensland? Uh, well, essentially, uh, he was sort of thinking the similar thing. He, he was actually surprised that I mean, we had younger horses out there um, race horses that were going up for a spell that were, you know, pretty hard and fit, and he was just pretty well jogging straight past them when they're flat out. So, I mean, didn't take Einstein to work out. Uh, you know, when we got back in the shed, he looked at me and I looked at him, and we're like, "Yep, let's let's have another go." And you got the legs scanned? Yep. Yeah, he's he's had. Well, my my sister Virginia is a veterinarian. She's looked after him the whole way through. She's um, had his, you know, done the x-rays and so forth, um, gave him the thick approval. So got a pretty good team around me to sort of manage him. Gee, that's, uh, that's handy, isn't it, having a family member as a vet? Yeah, I've got Virginia um, uh, and also my wife, Bridie, she's a vet as well. So we're, we're pretty sort of the same. So, Emmett, what time frame are we talking when he came out of the paddock and he just started to slowly, you know, build, build his fitness up gradually? Yeah, it was probably around, uh, I, I suppose, o- August mark. Um, so, yeah, not not long. He was sort of initially, we thought, would bring him back into work. Um, just He was going around with some young ones and so forth like that, just to give him something to do, really. And then it was, it was truthfully probably a little bit after that that we thought, oh, you know, he's, he's handling this really well and he's just so sound. So... Um, it was just a natural progression from there. When, when will you start to turn the heat up with this horse and, and you'll know for sure that it, you might travel him to Queensland for the Interdom Series, the Trotters final? Yeah, that's right. So um, we, we sort of obviously had to nominate him last week. Uh, obviously, the nods for the Interdom's uh, uh, early. So had to take a little bit of a leap of faith. He's probably doing a bit better than pace work at the moment. Um, we'll start to... Um, sort of kick him along a little bit more in the coming weeks. Um, so he'll need everything to go pretty seamlessly for him. Um, and best case scenario is he gets a, a few races in, um, maybe in November, and then um, and then we'll we'll know. It'll be it'll be probably pretty late in the game. But um, if he's if he's feeling good and he's progressing right, then yeah, would love to take. Yeah, gee, I mean, you're talking about Melton. You might give him a couple of runs during November. Yeah, potentially that's probably um, best case scenario. So, yeah, he, like obviously being an older horse, um, it'll take a bit of a longer wind up. Um, but um, probably he doesn't need to have a massive amount of races. Traditionally, he's gone pretty, pretty well, fresher. Um, and then, and then obviously the, the racing through the series. Um, the idea would be that hopefully you can just um, progress and get a little bit stronger as the series goes on, as he did in 2021. Yeah, of course. Um, December one, it all starts off at the Creek in Brisbane. Well, that's quite exciting. All those old characteristics are there with him. He's uh, Maori law. Yeah, yeah. He's just he basically just um, 
about where he left off, really. Um, so, yeah, we're really happy with him. And he's, he's starting to really come together in his body and, and looking really well as well. So, um, yeah, he's ticking all the boxes so far. But as I said, you know, um, the situation with the Inter-Dominion being in December would mean that he, he really can't have too many uh, sort of hurdles come in front of him um, prior to that for him to go. Yeah. Well, if he has, you know, if it doesn't all, it's not all plain sailing and you don't make it to Brisbane, obviously there's lots of options as well uh, down in Victoria and so on. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, that, that, that's that's exactly right. Um, it's not the be-all and end-all. It's, it's more just... Uh, we know how well he handled um, the Inter Dominion last time. I think uh, just the fact that he was an older gelding, um, he's just such a relaxed traveller. Um, you know, you could nearly race him consecutive days and it doesn't seem to phase him. So he's kind of got that in his favour. But as you said, if um, if he's not ready, then he probably won't go and um, and, and we'll have options for him you know, and then around that time and, and, and into next year. Emmett, uh, I was just looking at his career form, you know, like he, he debuted in July 2016 at Maribyrnong, but he just kept winning, didn't he? And I think he may have run 10 of his first 12 starts. Is that correct, this horse? Yeah, yeah. So that would have been with um, Brent Lilly did a really great job with him. Um, Morgan also had him as well, won country cups with him. Um, then he had a sort of extended time off, uh, and and that's when he come to me. So I've sort of had him uh, probably, I guess, 12, 18 months prior to. Uh, I think I might have got him in about uh, early 2020. So, right. and what was the story uh, there with the time off before you got him? Yeah, similar thing. Similar thing. Uh, so basically, um, the initial injury to his to his foot. So, um, and that's been pretty well handled pretty well um, all the way through and it really just flared up a little bit last year so as long as we can get on top of that um, you know touch wood we shouldn't have too many issues with them. Alright well exciting if you can get it, get the old bloke back and, and racing well. Uh, that's Mary Law and of course your dad's no stranger to Inter-Dominion inter success is he? No, no he won it in uh, 1979 uh, with no response so that was Obviously, before I was born, um, but with that, you know, I it was probably one race that, um, knowing the family history, I always wanted to just even compete in. So um, the fact that we got to win it together was was you know just a privilege that we got to experience that, and um, and hopefully we can do it again. How long have you been in partnership with your dad, um, Emmett? I'm talking about Richard, of course, your father. Uh, yes, um, about uh, I think or, I think he moved over in about 2018, so I say 2019, about about five five seasons, uh, four four or five seasons. And tell me about your property in Victoria. Where are you based? Yeah, we bought a property a block of land in Meredith, which is uh, basically halfway between Ballarat and Geelong, and then about an hour to headquarters at Melton. So it works for us and we're sort of just building it up over time. It's a large property, um, you know, 150 acres and we've put in multiple tracks here and that. So, uh, yeah, it works for us. Besides Maori Law, have you had any other, you know, really good square gators in the last couple of seasons? Yeah, we, we had a, a nice mare, Baltica, 
Um, she was probably 18 months ago looking like she would get to that top class. And then, you know, she's just had so many hiccups along the way and, and, and interrupted preparations. But it'd be lovely to get her back to sort of that that level. She she has placed that Group 1 level, um, and I think, in the Australasian China's Championship. So um, she is capable of that. But, um, but yeah, she, she probably needs to... Um, to gain some of that prior form. Just back to Maori Law, who's going to drive the horse when he returns or possibly when he heads, if he comes to Queensland? Yeah, well, that's, that's uh, something that we probably have to cross um, uh, pretty soon. Um, obviously, Greg drove him in 2021. He's going to have, just believe, um, no doubt, he might even have a couple of his own horses in it. So prior to, prior to him... Um, Anthony Butler's driving Maori Law, um, so he's also an option. Um, also, myself is, is an option if yeah, uh, why not? if they do. And that's it, you know. Um, so we've we've got options there, and um, I've I've driven him previously. Um, Chris and Ants have driven him previously, so we'll just uh, see what's best for him at the time, and whether it'll depend on whether I go up with the horse or whether um, I, I send Dad up with the horse. Just on the Inter-Dominion market, I want to get your opinion. Of course, Just Believe is the favourite, uh, about $3. You've got Muscle Mountain there, Queen Leader, who didn't win by a big margin. Uh, interested in your assessment of that the other night. $6, love, love in the port at 9 and Olavici at 10 So just right now, which one would you be leaning towards if you, you could drive any of those uh, in the final? Yeah, obviously you have to go um, towards Just Believe. He was just getting so strong um, before he left to Europe and he was, you know, getting more and more dominant as he sort of went on. But um, but also not unbeatable. Um, I think what Queen Elite is doing is, is unreal. It seems like she can um, just, you know, you have to run a pretty uh, slick quarter to, to um, you know, stay in front of her, essentially. She's just a... a you know, hunt, hunting machine really. Uh, so um, it's not going to be easy. Uh, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, talent that's um, that's come into the trotting ranks just recently, and um, and yeah, a few of those are certainly right in the mix. We'll get an update in a couple of weeks. Um, Chris Barsby's back on Mobile Rolling, but thanks for joining us. It's an interesting story. Yeah, much appreciate it.